0: What happens when you're a child and you know you are seeing the dead, yet absolutely no one in your house believes you? This is Real
1: Ghost Stories
0: Online. That's today. If you have a ghost story, share it with us. 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. That would be horrible. Uh I I kind of know what that feels like of not being believed uh as a kid. Not that I really truly had any ghostly experiences, but not even just being recognized as like, well, you you did experience that and just being dismissed. I had a lot of that. I mean, constantly when it was like, no, this is what happened. And like, no, that's not what ha-. like okay. It just kind of want to crawl into a hole and I'm someone who's always like very much like was honest about things so it really bothered me when somebody would would not believe something I was telling them when it was completely true I you had, know what good I
1: think it's weird because when I lived in the haunted house when I was a kid but I don't ever remember really going to my mom and having a conversation with her about it no it was just kind of this is what it is and we all get it yeah my mom wasn't that lovey-dovey anyway, grown up. So like, what's she going to say? Yeah. Nothing. So it was kind of like just the kids, we just kind of dealt with it on our own, which is really weird thinking back on that now.
0: Yeah. But you all like universally kind of accepted it was going on. It just really wasn't discussed, right?
1: No. 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 I think when you discuss things, like we discussed it amongst ourselves. Yeah. Especially the three oldest. Yeah. Um, But I think, too, two, when you discuss it, it makes it real. Yeah. Like when you hear something at night and then um, the next day you go, oh, my God, someone is walking around at night. Then it made it real rather than you hear someone walking around at night and then you convince yourself it's not real. Yeah. You know, maybe. But this is kind of a lesson in how not to be a parent when your child tells you something. Let's take a listen. It's going on.
0: Starts out, Melissa from South Carolina here. I've considered myself, whether I've considered calling my story in since the day I found you, but I think I can uh, relay it more clearly in writing. I believe I was around five years old when I began experiencing strange things after being put to bed at night. I was living in Florida at the time with my mother who had recently divorced my father. She had a new boyfriend and we were living with him. It was a small house and my bedroom was right off the living room. If my door was open, I had a straight line of vision to the couch and I could see anyone sitting in, on it and watching television. It all began one night when my mother put me to bed. I don't remember if I was awakened or if it started before when I went to sleep, but something that I could not see, but that I could definitely feel began at the floor or yeah, began at the floor at the foot of my bed and worked its way up onto the bed was making an awful noise something between the sound of a saw and a zip 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 and it was slapping the foot of my bed the first time it happened i just screamed and cried my mother came rushing to find nothing and whatever it was was gone of course she thought i had had a bad dream even though i explained that i was wide awake this started happening a lot eventually my mother got fed up began getting spankings because she thought i just didn't want to go to bed so i was left to be tortured by this thing slapping my bed while i lay there I, sir, cried uh, quietly so my mom couldn't hear. I can't believe I didn't just go for the spankings to make this thing go away. I was able to convince her to at least leave the door open to my bedroom. That way some light poured in and I could see her and her boyfriend sitting on the couch at night. But it turned out that didn't help at all. Instead of the bed slapping, I began to see apparitions. The one that scared me the most was the one that looked like my mother. The entity was very short though, maybe 4 feet tall. She stood just inside my door against the wall. I could look out at the bedroom door and see my mother on the couch watching TV and also see the short ghost thing that looked like my mother. So they set off a whole new reason to get those spankings. I screamed with everything I had like before. After a few instances, I stopped screaming when these things happened because the spanking sucked. The short ghost of my mom was accompanied by others at this time. They didn't look like anyone I knew. They never approached me. They would appear and disappear. I would say that I knew that they were up to no good. Somehow I knew they were bad. I could, it, I, it could be that they caused me to get so many spankings and still chose to scare the shit out of me so I could find no good in that. Now that I can think of what happened to me from an adult perspective, I know that my child mind didn't even know they were ghosts. I was just terrified and I felt tormented by these unknown beings in my room. The last thing that happened to me in that house is probably the worst and the one that has changed how I sleep in a bed forever. I was asleep with my back to the wall as that's how my bed was positioned. Something tickled me on my side and I rolled back to see what it was. On the wall was a very tall black figure, but it had a red glow. It looked exactly how the devil is depicted in drawings with horns and all, but it was black and glowed red i looked at it it grinned at me i don't even know how to describe it a blacker than black grin but i can see it in my mind to this day i pulled the covers over me so tightly and i never looked back at the wall again that night i don't know how long it stayed there and it did not touch me again to this day i cannot sleep in a bed position against the wall lengthwise i don't know how long we lived in that house but i imagine not long because we moved around a lot it wasn't until your show that I began to wonder if my mother might have had something to do with this. I remember before all this happened, my mother had me play with her and the Ouija board. I don't remember the question she asked. My memory is mostly photographic and I remember what it looked like with her hands and my hands on the board while it moved around. I wonder if she brought something in. Unfortunately, she passed away 23 years ago when I was 17, so I can't ask her about the Ouija board or about the spankings she gave me or, were screaming at night. Nothing like that ever happened to me again, so I believe it was contained to that house or situation at the time. I have four kids now, one being 17 months old. She's going through a stage now of crying when I put her to bed, sometimes a little more hysterically than I think is normal, and I can't help but wonder if she ever sees anything that scares her like I did when I was little. I'm sure it's typical for a baby her age, but my mind goes there anyway. Of course, I'd also choose to listen rather than spank if I ever found out my children had something like this happening to them. I guess my mother was just cut from a different cloth. Thanks for sharing my story. Love your show. Melissa. Thoughts?
1: Well, I think the mother needed some parenting lessons. Mm-hmm. Like, number one, don't have, don't play with a Ouija board with your kid. Yeah. I mean, that's bad. Play
0: with it with strangers it is- that you meet on Tinder
1: yeah and <laughs> it certainly there, it seems like there should be some kind of Ouija board app that you could do with people um, then you wouldn't even have to necessarily see them. Never I don't thought know of that yeah. It's an idea, right But so if they have been or maybe you know it just makes me think of the mom's messing with the Ouija board with her daughter, which is messed up makes me think the mom's messing with the Ouija board with other people. Mm -hmm. So maybe something did come into the house and maybe the mom doesn't see it, but like we've discussed lots of times on this show, how kids see things that adults don't see. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of kids seeing that, you know, oh, it's just an imaginary friend or is it? Yeah. But then, you know, the poor child's having, and if, if nothing else, even if you don't believe that the kid's seeing ghosts or demons or anything, the child's having some... Serious issues sleeping, so spanking her is not gonna help. I mean, that just makes me sad that she's seeing all this stuff and she's getting punished for it. No. That makes me sad. Let me spank her. you. It'll make
0: the your vision stop. Like that's yeah. not that's not how that spank works, mom.
1: I'm gonna spank you. Go back to bed now that you've been spanked. Oh, that's great. I know.
0: It's yeah. uh it's just kind of shocking how you know things that just defy like common sense, but because somebody's parents did it to them, then they're going to do it to their kids. And it's like, just stop for a second and think not everything your parents did made any sort of fucking sense. Uh, so maybe break the cycle at some point, you know, I, I'm and I'm not saying I'm anti spanking. I think in some cases it's needed, like, especially if there's danger of bodily injury and you really need to get through to a child that maybe can't quite understand yet that yes, pain is involved. If you're going to walk near the edge of that cliff or something, that, you know, okay, this will divert you in in those sort of things, but just, you know, physical hitting for like no real reason or because right. you don't like the thought process of something. No, that's, there, there's times and places for certain things and never beating, but, you know, a little swat on the butt sometimes is the only thing that's going to make a, a child sometimes change action.
1: But this is not one of them. No. No. And it does sound like she broke the cycle because she has kids and doesn't treat them like that. So yeah, I think that's good. I think that's very positive. I do. Too. And you know, and her seventeen-month-old might be having some kind of night terrors, might be seeing ghosts. You don't know, but I think it's pretty common for kids to have problems sleeping mm-hmm. when they're that age. Yeah, you know. But yes, let's
0: uh, let's let's hit them, and that'll make it all better.
1: <laughs> but how terrifying! Like that whole situation. So this poor kid is seeing like the one at the one time. Actually, lo- sounds like a demonic sort of thing, and is so afraid, but can't say anything because if he says anything, mom's gonna spank her. And yeah. That's so messed up. I Mom. hope she got some counseling.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was either the like, devil or it was Sam. It was either the devil or it was Sam Smith. And singing Body Shop in uh, the...
1: After the Grammys, maybe? It could was be. Sam Smith, I don't could know. Be,
0: you never really know exactly. That's the uh, that's the scary part. All right, that's going to wrap up this story. Press subscribe wherever you download podcasts. So you don't miss any of our stories and get it all commercial free through Apple Podcasts if you subscribe as a premium member there. Even try it out for three days. Or go to patreon.com slash Stories or ghostpodcast.com to get all of our episodes ad Free. Until next time, for Carol, I'm Tony. Thanks for listening. To Real Ghost Stories Online.